Welcome to Inspiration Rising. I'm your host, David Trotter, and I'm excited to bring you this special episode to help you get through the messy middle of life. I took a few minutes to share this short teaching session as a video in our private Facebook group called Inspiration Rising Insiders, but I wanted to make sure that you got a chance to listen to it as well as one of our faithful podcast listeners. And by the way, if you're looking for support and encouragement in the midst of your own messy middle of life, I want to encourage you to join that group. It's called the Inspiration Rising Insiders, and there are many amazing women and a few guys like myself who will cheer you on and support you as you take your life to the next level. Uh, A link to make it easy to find, you can just go to insporising.com slash insiders. That's insporising.com slash insiders, or you can find that link in the show notes as well. All right, let's jump into this short session entitled Making It Through the Messy Middle. Hello, friends. My name is David Trotter. I'm your launch coach and the host of the Inspiration Rising podcast. And today I want to talk to you about making it through the messy middle. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. It's the messy middle of almost anything that feels like, will this ever end? I mean, it could be even something as small as your kid's music recital, right? You go and listen to your own kid for two minutes, and then you listen to everybody else's kid for two hours. Okay, it's the worst thing ever. We all agree, okay? Uh, There are so many aspects of life where the beginning is exciting because you've got this vision for something, you're kicking it off, you're like, yes, it's going to be amazing. And the end, of course, the end is exciting because you're finishing, you're excited to be done, you see the finished product. But it's the messy middle that can oftentimes, for me, feel overwhelming, tons of details, minutia, getting through the, maybe the tough parts, they're sticking points in whatever it is that I'm doing. And maybe I'm even getting a little bored with whatever it is that we're talking about. Let me give you some examples. Okay, it could be something as simple as a long week. Monday, Okay, you got a vision. Okay, I'm going to get some things done this week. It's going to be good. We're going to get the kids off to school. I'm going to get these projects done. I'm going to get this done at work. And then by Wednesday, oh, will this ever end? Okay, it could be raising kids. We are in the midst of the teenage years with one of our kids. It's a little bit of the messy middle, I'll tell you. And it's going, oh, are we going to get through this? I hope we get through it. We got through with one. Will we get through with the second one? I hope so. Um, Maybe it's that way for you. Maybe your kids aren't in the messy middle of the teenage years, but you're in the messy middle of elementary years because that can be just as challenging. Maybe you've gone back to school and you find yourself listening to this in the messy middle of a semester and you got all these things that are due and you're feeling overwhelmed by it. And can you manage getting that done and your full-time job? Maybe it's a work project that you're working on uh, and you're feeling overwhelmed in the messy middle. Maybe, maybe you're in the messy middle of a divorce. Oof, man, that is really a challenging place to be. Negotiating kids and money and time and all of that, it can be really overwhelming. So I have found that the messy middle can feel so overwhelming, uh, depleting, sometimes even boring, that I just want 
to quit. Are you with me on this? Have you ever wanted to just quit in the middle of something? I remember when I was a kid and I wanted to quit in the middle of baseball season. All right. My dad would be like, nope, you can't quit. We signed up. You're in the middle of this. Your team's counting on you. You may not be the best player, but you're going to continue on. Keep going to practice. You're going to keep getting better. Ugh, I hated those talks by my dad. Like, get through the middle of the season. You know, that was the worst. But I will say now that I am that dad, that I have inside of me the value of pursuing the finish line. I have the value of faithfulness till the end. I have a value of standing uh, for what I said I would do, that what my yes would be yes and my no would be no, that I wouldn't just quit in the middle. Now, I'm not saying that there's not a time to quit. Okay, yes, there are times to quit. But more often than not, it's not the time to quit. It's the time to continue on. It's the time to be faithful. It's the time to... Uh, keep your word. It's the time to uh, buckle down and work hard and, and get it done, right? Get her done. So I have found that there are three things that are very helpful for me in the messy middle. The biggest messy middle for me in the last uh, four or five years have been uh, films that I've been creating. The last two feature films that I did, I edited those myself. That was a choice in order to save money because we didn't have the money to pay a professional editor. And so I jumped in and I edited a documentary called Set Free Posse. I edited my film called The Road to Edmund. And it was painful. I don't know why I did it the second time because the first time was painful enough. I don't ever want to edit a full-length feature film ever again. It is a huge messy middle. And these are the three things that got me through it. And I have found that these are the three things that get most people through the messy middle. And I want to share them with you because I hope they would be helpful for you. The first is, all right, you ready? You want to write these down? All right, or you'll just remember them. Okay, good. Number one, remember why you started. Remember why you started, whatever it is that you're feeling kind of in the messy middle of, all right? If you are raising kids, remember why you got started. Well one of the reasons why you got started is because you had sex, all right? You had a kid, all right? Let's be honest. That kid popped out. Uh, now this kid's sitting in your lap. You fell in love with this kid and you want the best for this kid. I mean, we love our kids, don't we? So you got started with them because they were cute and cuddly and you had a vision for their life. And now you're in the messy middle of raising them. So remember why you got started because you love them you cherish them, you want the best for them. All of those things are true, okay? Remember the reason why you got started with your kids. Uh, what about a work project? Um, it could be that, that this is how you got paid. That's fine. It could be an external or extrinsic motivator is the reason why you got started with a work project. This is what I'm paid to do. I'm wanting to satisfy my boss. Is there anything else that could possibly be an intrinsic motivator that is something inside of you, not something that's either reward or punishment, but that there's a value that you have inside that's connected to that work project? 
that, that, that you believe in it for some reason, or it's connected to your company's um, success or um, something beyond just reward or punishment. I have found that rewards and punishments can be motivating, but if the reason why I got started with something is an internal value, it's something inside of me that I really believe in, it's going to be way more motivating than just the cookie at the end of the finish line uh, or the stick of someone beating me to keep getting to the finish line. Uh, boy, that, that both of those sounded really weak, didn't they? A cookie? Do I really want to finish a, a race for a cookie? All right, you get what I'm saying. Um, so an intrinsic motivator, the reason why you got started for me on, let's just take these film projects. You're probably not a filmmaker. I would highly doubt that. But for me, it gives you an example. I got started with a documentary because I believed in the story. I believed in the project. I believed that it was going to make a difference in people's lives. I believed in the project because it was interesting to me. Um, All of those were reasons why I got started. So I go back to my why, the reason why I got started, and it fuels me in the messy middle. And number two is embrace the life lessons. In the midst of every messy middle, there are multiple life lessons that are available to us. First and foremost, the life lesson is faithfulness. Will you be faithful to go through the challenging middle in order to make it to the end? Will you develop uh, strength? Will you develop tenacity? Oh, I have developed a lot of tenacity in the midst of the messy middle. Will you develop uh, your uh, strength in your, your, your inner fortitude that you will say, yes, I said yes to this project and I'm gonna get through it. Okay, those are strong life lessons in the midst of the messy middle. Other messy middle lessons um, could be about the actual project that you're working on. Okay, it could be about child rearing. It could be about uh, going through relationship challenges. It could be about a work project. So I find that uh, the life lessons are both uh, character oriented and then also maybe practical oriented around the project itself that you're working on. Uh, So uh, that is something that I try to do is go, okay, what am I learning in the midst of this? Because if I'm learning, I feel like I'm growing. I'm not just stuck. I'm not just overwhelmed. So I'm remembering why I got started, but I'm also embracing the life lessons in the middle of the project. And then the third thing that helps me get through that messy middle is to envision the finish line. Now, I get to determine what the finish line is in whatever it, you know, whatever the messy middle is that I'm going through. If you're in the middle of a semester, maybe it's Christmas break. Okay, that's a that's a finish line. I get to envision that. If it's raising a child through the teenage years, maybe it's when they turn 18, or maybe it's when they go off to college, or maybe it's um, when they get married, you know, I don't know what it is for you. Um, for me on the film projects, the finish line wasn't being done editing the film. It was standing in the theater while an audience was watching it at the premiere. Oh, I would go to bed at night with both of these films and I'd lay my head down on the pillow in the midst of the messy middle. I would literally envision an audience laughing and smiling and crying and I'm standing off to the side with my popcorn and I just I'm envisioning that 
beautiful moment. And it got me through many messy middle days in the middle of editing those films. What is it for you? What is it that you're going through right now that you need to envision the finish line of your messy middle? When you lay your head down, when you're stuck in the midst of it and you want to just close your eyes and squeeze your eyes tight because you're so overwhelmed, take a deep breath, close your eyes, and envision what is your finish line. Determine what that finish line is. And then I want you to see it. Envision that moment in your mind's eye and replay it over and over again. Feel that moment. Feel the relief of being done. Feel the excitement of that moment. Feel what other people are going to experience as you're finishing, crossing that finish line. That is a powerful uh, feeling that will literally pull you forward toward the finish line in the midst of the messy middle. Okay, so number one, remember why you got started. Number two, uh, embrace the life lessons. And then number three, envision the finish line. I have found that those three things help me get through many messy middles of life. All right. I believe you can do it no matter what messy middle you are encountering right now. If you do those three things, even if you have to do all three every day, you can get through this messy middle and you will experience the amazing finish line that you have been envisioning all along. I believe you can do it. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Inspiration Rising podcast on the Apple or Google podcast app that's already on your phone. Search Inspiration Rising, click subscribe, and then tell a friend. Tell them what you enjoyed about this episode. Send a screenshot, text it to them. Hey, go old school. Call them and tell them that Inspiration Rising is the place to listen to inspiring content that will give you actionable insights to make a difference in your life. And also, be sure to join the Inspiration Rising Insiders private Facebook group. Go to insporising.com slash insiders. All right, have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you next time.